Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 36. One ran and filling a sponge full of vinegar and putting it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let him be. Let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. And Jesus, hearing, cried out with a loud voice and gave up the spirit. And Jesus died, just as all men died, I guess. He had walked the same roads, experienced cold weather and hot, hunger and thirst, weariness and laughter and tears. Jesus lived. He experienced life as we have. He faced death just as we will. He knew temptation. He knew human state. He shared the walk with us. He shared the experience of death with us. Why would he do that? What other motivation could there possibly be than simply incredible love? And Jesus didn't die to save us from the international problems of today. Nor did he die to save us from the national, the local, or even the individual problems that plague us. He died for the problem that plagues us. He died to free us from sin. No one can claim that God has no idea what life is like here in the flesh. Because he knows. He knows. Verse 38 says, The veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. When the centurion who stood by opposite him saw that he cried out like this and he breathed his last and the man said truly this man was the son of God there were also women watching from afar among whom were both Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the less and of Josias and Salome who when he was in Galilee followed him and served him many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem where they're also. The veil that is spoken of here was the curtain that found in the temple separated the holy place from the most holy place, the residence of God, if you will, here on earth for the chosen people. Only the high priest, and he only once a year, could enter this place, that realm, if you will, behind the curtain. And he had to be absolutely right with God, or he wouldn't be coming back out again alive. Up until that moment, there had been a curtain of separation between man and God, a a curtain of sin, if you will. But Jesus, you see, uttered those words, it is finished. And the curtain, all 60 feet by 30 feet, ripped in two from top to bottom curtain that was probably 18 inches thick, and it tore open, exposing the access to God. Here now, the curtain was no more. The centurion then uttered the most famous of last words, 
Truly, this man was the son of God. Too little, too late. But those same words will gush forth from everyone that ever denied him, everyone that ever refused him. Philippians 2, verse 10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth. Verse 42 says, when the evening had now come, because it was the preparation day, that is the day before the Sabbath. Now, Jesus, according to scripture, died roughly around 3 p.m. on Friday. The Sabbath, which actually begins at 6 p.m. on Friday evening, was fast approaching. You see, within the Jewish traditions, there was an understanding that one was not to work on the Sabbath, even to bury to bury the dead. So Jesus had to be buried quickly before the Sabbath began. Verse 43 says, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who also himself was looking for God's kingdom, he came and he boldly went into Pilate and he asked for Jesus's body. Now, this Joseph of Arimathea had evidently, up to this point, been a clandestine believer. Now, one can certainly understand why, for he was a member of the Jewish Sanhedrin, and thus he had much to lose in coming out of the closet. But as it happens for every man, there comes a time when he had to stand on one side or the other. Apparently, the crucifixion of Jesus was the event that drew Joseph into the light. There would be now no turning back. You know, as a sidebar, a man will often be proud of what he belongs to, believes in, and stands for. Well, unless it's Jesus. Matthew 10, verse 32 and 33 says this, Everyone, therefore, who confesses me before men, I will confess him before the Father. Who is in heaven but whoever denies me before men I will also deny him before my father who is in heaven perhaps it was Joseph going public that emboldened his assistant one Nicodemus that we read elsewhere about this Nicodemus joined Joseph in this rather solemn task of burying Jesus This is the Nicodemus that had already had a meeting with Jesus back in John chapter 3, where Jesus spoke to him about being born again. So now these two unlikely pair would carry Jesus to his temporary grave. I always have wondered what they must have talked about. For Joseph was a wealthy man and was now going to use his money for the kingdom and to express his devotion to God. Together, these two men would be immortalized. The original King James Version says he went in, uh, that is, Joseph, that he went in to boldly ask for the body of Jesus. It seemed Joseph had evidently made up his mind. Verse 44, Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead and summoning the centurion he asked him whether he had been dead long and when he found out from the centurion he granted the body to Joseph you know it seemed Pilate 
had been spending an awful lot of time surprised and marveling throughout this whole event. I wonder if he had any understanding that history was being made and that he was right smack in the middle of it. He, that is Joseph, had brought a linen cloth and taking him down, wound him in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb which had been cut out of a rock. He rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseus saw where he was laid. So Jesus now, wrapped in a linen, a biblical symbol of righteousness, was buried in Joseph's own tomb, right amongst the rich, just as prophesied way back in Isaiah 53, verse 9. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.